Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, So What Happens Next. My name is Thomas. I'm Amber. And this week, we are returning to form fast and fresh, right when you order. And what better way to kick off a return to form than none other than the 90s classic, Good Burger. Amber, how you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. It feels almost relieving. Uh, like a thousand voices <laughs> cried out and were suddenly made to chillax now that we're done with Star Wars. Oh, like, thank God. Oh, I love it. To, like I said last week, I love it to death, but my God, it feels great to be getting into something different. Um, you know, I think I said at the top of that marathon, a lot had been said about those movies. We did our best not to keep repeating. Whew. Feels good to talk about something, well, you know, fresh and made to order with this Nickelodeon classic, motherfucking Good Burger, everybody, which I think is <laughs> celebrating its, like, 25th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Um, hence why we're doing it. I mean, it's a little after, it's a little later. At the time of recording, it's celebrating its 25th anniversary. But, you know, we're talking about it. I remember this movie when I was a kid. Amber has never seen this film before, right? So yeah. you have no clue uh, what this is about other than... None whatsoever. Good burgers. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I have five things up on the board to, uh, you know, kind of, kind of give you an idea. So for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, a quick recap, because it's been a long time for us too, on how this show works. We are So What Happens Next. We are a podcast where... We try to watch movies one or both of us have never seen before. I pull up five things from a survey, very, very surface level of, uh, of, of the internet about the movie that none of us have seen before. I do my best not to spoil it for myself, and so far, I've been doing just fine, um, as well as not spoil it for other people, such as Amber here today. From those five things, everyone who hasn't seen this film will try to make up what they think this movie is about based on those five random cursory things. We take a break, we go watch the movie, we come back to you with first impressions and initial thoughts from that film. This week, Amber's in the hot seat, of course, because she's never seen it. I haven't seen it in years, definitely over a decade. Like, I've seen it less than 25 years ago. Oh, okay. But maybe not less than 15. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Good Burger, but I remember I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, so it'll be almost a first time watch for me too, but without further ado, let's take a look at the board and those five things. All right, Amber, first up, Good Burger mm -hmm. is based on a famous sketch from the Nickelodeon television show, All That. Are you familiar with All That? Sort of. So, for those of you listening and to catch Amber up, all that, the best way I can put it was think SNL, Saturday Night Live, but for kids, 
in that like it's it's a sketch comedy show where like the different child actors do different sketches uh, such su- such hits as uh, shit I don't remember any of the names but I remember them very clearly <laughs> um, if you've seen something like the Amanda show um, or shows of that nature it has a similar vibe it's like the same kind of sketch comedy thing uh, this Good Burger was a sketch from that that it's kind of like a, you know it's like the Nickelodeon version of the Blues Brothers in that it was a sketch on Saturday Night Live, or in this case, all that, that became a movie. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, yes, this came from that, which starred Kel uh, Mitchell, I believe is his last name, and everybody's favorite, and I think record holder for the longest SNL cast member, speaking of... Keenan Thompson! So I think this would have been the first movie movie he was ever in, too. Wow. Um, he got his start in, like, Nickelodeon, like, with all that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually kind of just did the grown-up version with Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and hey, if it works for you, then keep going. But yes, yeah, so that brings us to number two. This movie stars Keenan Thompson alongside his uh, comedy partner, uh, Kel Mitchell, who both of whom did all that, and they went on to actually have their own sketch comedy show called Keenan and Kel. Number three, this was the second sort of big Nickelodeon movie from the 90s. Nickelodeon, I, b- I believe it's the second. Nickelodeon had come out with like these live-action films that were like, there was no show. Like, it wasn't okay. like, a, it wasn't like, oh, Rugrats the movie. Oh, yeah. It, there was the, prior to this, there was a film called Harriet the Spy. And I don't believe that had a TV show. Okay. Um, it was just like this movie, and it did pretty well. Like, people went and saw it. Um, so then they did it again with Good Burger, um, which, you know, worked out, I guess, for them, because they did it. I think they did it again in 2000 with a film called Snow Day. Um, number four, <laughs> a little bit more of a vibe since I didn't really recognize the director of this film, and I didn't think you would either, but in lieu of that, to give it kind of a vibe, this movie is like pure 90s nostalgia. Like, in in, the, in that, if you watch Nickelodeon at all in the 90s and maybe the early 2000s, like, this movie would probably encapsulate all of that, at least, like, aesthetically. Yeah. To give you kind of a frame of reference. And then to give you a bit more of a production frame of reference, this film, in its entirety, was filmed in six weeks. Not six months. Wow. Not four months. Six weeks. So, like a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing filmed in a month and a half, I think, on like one street where the set pieces are. So, Amber, you got those five very superficial things this week. Let's make a movie. It's called Good Burger. You can put that in for number six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so based on the five things, I get the feeling it's going to be well it's definitely going to center around uh keenan thompson and mm-hmm. kel kel yeah keenan and kel kel mitchell i think it's amazing that you're not familiar with keenan and kel as like a unit i know and i feel like when i see them it'll all just kind of come well, you back gotta to know keenan I mean, you've seen snl sketches yeah. like you know who that yeah. is so i think based on what you said about it being similar to amanda Bynes, i think it's there's definitely going to be a lot of jokes, so it's definitely going to be, like, you know, a funny, like, no, like, almost doesn't make any sense type of movie. Like that absurd yeah, kind of, absurd. yeah. absurd, yeah. Okay. And there's going to be a whole lot of shit going on, and this, like, like typical fast, like, if you've ever worked at a fast food joint, mm-hmm. it's going to be like that. Um, I think it would be really interesting, though, if it was, like, Good Burger goes against, like, McDonald's, but they don't call it McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, because of, you know, like 
Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. Uh, McDillons or something like that. Yeah, McDillons. <laughs> that would be great. McDillon! You son of a bitch. Uh, so it would kind of be funny if they were just like, oh, we have to like, like, they're going to shut us down. They're taking over, you know, mm-hmm. the neighborhood. Uh, we got to keep Good Burger in, you right, know, right. in service. So they have to like sell a certain amount of burgers. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So like uh, we got to sell enough by the end of the week to stop the big corporate. Yeah, stop entity. the big okay. corporation from taking it over. Is that is that that's it? So like obviously I guess what has it end I guess for you like at the end of Good Burger what's happening? Um, I think what ends up happening is like or the end of your Good Burger I should say. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it might not be. It might not be that at all. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think it would be funny if like. Of course, Mick Dillon's. <laughs> Such a lame name. I don't know why we're running with it. Mick Dillon's just burns to the ground or something. And the bad guy or bad manager or whatever, yeah. like the store manager, is just like, God dang it's, it. Oh, Good it's like burger. an office space. Okay. I set the building on fire. At yeah. the end when it just burns to the ground yeah. and they get away and with it. everybody's yeah. like, hooray, over at Good Burger. Yeah. They've won. Did it, Patrick! We saved the city! Just think what might have happened if we didn't tell everyone about the monster! About the what? That's great. How, why is it burned down? Why does why does something crazy down? happens to where it just like it? So happened. it's not like direct arson, but like no, no, some no. goofy antics it's on Keenan like and Kel's part. It's like they didn't mean for that to happen, right. and it just yeah happened. Okay, and it's just like an accident that catch on yeah, fire. And like just, okay. I don't know, they, there's a rat that like just kind of is in the plot, but oh. it's not part of the plot. Ooh, this thickens. Yeah, I feel like you have and they see it here. running around. You yeah. know, like you see it running around in the background, and. Gets a hold of a matchstick or something. It's just, it is like literally like every time something bad happens, they're just like, why did that happen? It's right. like this, it just like zooms into this rat. Right. Just like in the there. background. Yeah. That would honestly be like. That's just like plotting to kill. It wants <laughs> to kill Keenan Thompson, but oh it my keeps God. like. <laughs> what if, what if here, like, I love this, I love this rat thing. I don't even think this is, an, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't think it's in the movie, but if it was, like, what I would want is like. I would love it if like Good Burger had like a re- recurring like health inspector character oh, who was like yeah. you got to deal with this rat problem and the boss of Good Burger is like okay but like Kel keeps feeding for those of you who've seen this movie maybe it makes sense for Kel to do it. it's like Kel keeps giving French fries to the rat yeah and like the rat like he befriends the rat and he keeps trying to hide it and like he tra- keeps trying to like convince it to like not be around like not do anything nasty then McDillon's opens up. And, like, the end of the film is, like, what you said is the rat, like, in this absurd but kind of plausible way, like, picks up a matchstick and, like, goes over to McDonald's and then casually just, like, brushes the matchstick against the wall. Yeah. And it lights and he just drops it because of the spark and then runs away and then it burns up. And then, like, later, you know, like... Kel is like sitting there like the movie ends everyone Good Burger's like oh yay like hooray the McDonald's is gone they're never gonna bother us again and like the rat comes up to Kel and he's like hey rat like what's going on and like the rat like puts down like a burnt matchstick and then just like walks away and like Kel picks it up and stares and he's just like confused and then shrugs and like throws it away <laughs> that would be an amazing ending yeah. too the rat symbolizes obviousness to something from this era <laughs> like the rat 
may or may not have intentionally burned down the restaurant. You don't know. It could have been an accident. It could have just been a rat doing rat things. But then again, you know, like that shifty eye kind of thing. That would be beautiful. I would love it if that happened. Like, (laughs) I hope... I don't think that happens in this movie, but I hope that... There's got to be something where that happens, though. Yeah. Like, if not, Hollywood, call us up. We'll, we'll, we'll make a fun <laughs> children's-esque movie. Good Burger 2. Good Burger 2. Too good, too burger. I don't have friends. I got... Good Burger, can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you have any other ideas of what could go on in this film or what might be, like, big plot points? What's like what's like the falling action? Cuz I feel like like you have enough here like the you know Good Burger has competition and they got to like you know beat the competition but like what's the what's the falling action? Like when do we think our heroes of Keenan and Kel are going to fail? What makes them think that? Oh, maybe like Good Dylan's tries to recruit one of them. And it's just like if you come oh, over here, we'll pay you more, and yeah. we'll even give you some PTO, maybe. Which I don't know Whoa. back in the day that existed. Please, can we just calm the fuck down? Whoa! We'll make you Mick, manager Mick, of this good Dylan. Mick Daunt Dylan's offering PTO to just yeah. line cook workers. Is that a thing? People who work at McDonald's, I think when I worked in like fast food it was not a, I didn't get shit it's yeah just, you didn't you need a day off that's cool we're not gonna pay you so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wow a deal you can't refuse I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse <laughs> <laughs> me McDillon <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez okay so to recap your film is a film about Keenan and Kel work at Good Burger. It's about capitalism. It's about capitalism. Rampant capitalism versus the mom and pop shop Good Burger. Yes. Gotcha. I'd say that's a classic story. Yeah. Especially for the 90s. I feel like tons of movies were doing that. Yeah. Um, it's a place that everybody goes to. Um, yeah. It's that local It's really joint. cheap. Yeah. And then you got this like big corporation that's just like oh we're gonna just in this man's whole career without further ado amber are you prepared to enter the nostalgic land of 1996 and watch good burger ah yes 96 or 97 i think it's 97 my bad but what a year for movies men in black good burger 1997 was a trip but in that case if you will just give us a few minutes of your time as we go and take 95 minutes of our time, which is, that's cool. That's like a solid zip of a movie. Yeah. This movie probably doesn't need to be any longer than that. Yeah. Not like Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker at two hours and 22 minutes. (laughs) They fly now! So, we'll be back in just a quick moment for you in about an hour and a half for us as we go and watch... Good Amber, what did you think of a uh, Good Burger? 
It was not what I expected at all. It was. <laughs> it definitely took me back. Yeah. Yeah. It had that. It is same here. Like I, I said earlier, like it is not a movie I've seen in a very long time. And I found it far more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like in my mind, I know like sometimes when you revisit like things you liked as a kid, sometimes they need to stay in the past. But god damn it, like some of the jokes in this movie are just timeless. Like yeah. Kel's very like who's on first bit constantly, like whenever someone's like, I'm angry, he's like, Well, hi angry, like I'm Kel or whatever the <laughs> hell it was. It's just like that stupid dad joke crap. It's yeah. just like it just still lands so fucking good. It's the Mondo idiot. Oh well, nice to meet you, Mondo idiot. I'm Ed. Huh. Yeah, and I like just seeing the old like Nickelodeon logo, I was just like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, like it's been that long. Oh, I love it's how it's the 25th it, anniversary, right? Yes, it's the 25th anniversary of this film. And it actually did the for those of you who are like our age or older, you probably remember that whole Nick, 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 Nickelodeon from back when we were all kids on that Nickelodeon would always do like it would always be it was like their little theme yeah with jingle, the slime and with the green yeah. or the orange I'm sorry the orange slime and a lot of this mm. and this movie there's like orange everywhere yeah I, I was like we started pointing it out and like um <laughs> the the what's it called the shakes are orange someone's drink is orange I think uh Pamela Anderson's dress is orange at some yeah. part of this film but before we get ahead of ourselves here let's talk what this movie was about compared to what we maybe thought it was. Uh, Amber, you had you had some nice takes featuring rats, and and you kind of had the general idea of this. Yeah, movie, right? I like, did. Like save Br- yeah. Good Burger, mm-hmm. but that's yeah, from this yeah. rival burger company, the chain esque kind of yeah, Big Dylan's, Big <laughs> Dylan's. Yeah, though, in this, though <laughs> we were a little off with that. It yeah. is Mondo Burger. Um, but Amber, you want to tell me what this movie actually was about? Yeah, so this movie kind of starts off with um, who we are introduced to pretty quickly, Ed. Yeah. Who is, you know, the famous, can I take your... Yeah, um, Kel Mitchell's character. Yeah, Kel Mitchell's character. And this part cracked me up. This is when I knew this this movie is going to be bonkers. Because he wakes (laughs) up in this, like, you know, room or whatever... And he's like in a very '90s bedroom. Yeah, I don't very know. Do 90s. you remember the Nickelodeon stuff? Like there was like a Nickelodeon phone and a Nickelodeon oh, alarm yeah. clock, and it had that kind of '90s mall neon aesthetic to yeah. it. I remember a friend of mine got like the alarm clock when we were kids, and I thought I was so fucking jealous. I was like, "It's so cool," because they but they showed commercials for all of, all the time. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Kel's room. For those of you who have any idea what I'm talking about. Kel's room is that entire aesthetic with burgers, like it, it, burgers and fries and stuff. But yeah. with that, everything zigzag. What's the what's the fucking so the the solo brand cup with the with the light blue? Yeah, it's I know like what you're that, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that aesthetic is his room, <laughs> <laughs> and it just from minute one you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and so he's getting ready for the day, and he. This is where I laughed. He, like, jumps into the shower, but he's wearing his Good Burger uniform. He never takes it off. Yeah, he never takes I it off. Love it's like that. in The Boys, where they always have their suit on. Mm-hmm. Like, they never take their suit off. Yeah, you don't and see Homelander just, like, with, like, a t-shirt. Me, yeah, yeah, it makes me laugh. <laughs> 
But he's just like in there showering and stuff, and then he's on his way to to uh, his job. Yeah. And a bunch, a series of shit just goes down from there. Yeah, because he's like roller skating or rollerblading yeah. to work, which again, like classic little '90s thing. Yeah. And he's already late to begin with, FYI. Right. And everybody at work is like, "Where's yeah. Ed?" Like, and they can't like start without him because they each have designated roles, but it's like. You have to stick to that role. So I loved Dude. it when the guy comes up to the counter. He's like, can I just please order something? And she's just like, yeah, sure. And, and then she. Great. I'll have an Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Ed's not here yet. Like that whole bit, that passive aggressive. Oh, man. It filled me with kind of joy in 2020. Of like, <laughs> of like everyone's like, no, well, see, I'm sorry. I can't take your order. See, I'm the drive through guy. I take the drive through orders. I can't take the counter orders. And then this man is like willing to put up with this shit. And still paying for his yeah. food. Like, I'm like, damn, how far we've fallen as a society. <laughs> like, I yeah, swear, if it was today. people just oh, because, yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, there wasn't enough ketchup on my burger. Like, yeah, yeah this shit was. Fallen. <laughs> this was definitely a, a whole event. Before the dark times. Before the empire. But you do get this great. Kel's going through all the motions to get to work and finally he gets to work and he flips over the counter in front because this guy's like, if I don't get my burger now, I'm going to leave. Kel flips over the counter and you get the classic punchline of this film. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? The opening of this movie is so well crafted. Like, I, it's hard to even say that because this movie is like so dumb. It's a 90s, the dumb 90s cart, like a, a kid's movie, but it's like they really nail giving you who Ed is right up front. Yeah. And I will say, though, when we're introduced to Keenan Thompson's character, who you, like I've said, will know from Saturday Night Live today, but uh, his character, Dexter, is a little a little different. I, I feel like they could have done more with him, yeah. maybe, but we are introduced to him next, after we kind of establish Good Burger and Ed. Yeah, so he's, like, I guess still in school. Um, right. Yeah, it's not very, like... I feel like the plot kind of fell at times because of that. Like, I wasn't sure if both him and... Um, like, Kel and everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all in school, or if, like, Kel is older. Yeah, see, that's where I think, like, I think that is definitely of its time, right? Because you're still doing that... In the 90s, you're still kind of in that, uh, like, Fast Times or Richmond High thing. Yeah. Everybody who's working at a McDonald's, besides the boss, is a teenager yeah. like it's assumed everybody at mcdonald's is yeah high schooler just around there yeah except the boss who's probably like college age or maybe a little older if he's like a manager manager of the yeah. building like he owns the restaurant i mean after like 2008 and all that at least from personal experience yeah no that wasn't the case anymore like yeah. i couldn't get a job at mcdonald's when i was a teenager because it just like wasn't gonna fucking happen but like back then totally like nobody who's an adult is gonna work I think it's assumed they're all kind of in that same age range. Yeah, like it seems like, especially with the way that they were all just like nonchalant about things. Um, well, well, with the exception of a couple of people, obviously, because one of them they straight up say is 77 years old. Oh, yeah, that guy was like... <laughs> that was the funniest yeah. fucking guy in this movie. Just, I should have died years ago. I love that guy. He was <laughs> just great. Like, That's a bad deal, buddy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, but it yeah. seems like everybody's like, pretty young i would say maybe in high school or at least just out of just got out of high school yeah they're young um, enough to date each other as yeah, we see so i mean exactly so anyways right we're introduced, we're introduced to, dexter. to dexter and he just got out of school for the summer yep. and he takes a joy ride in his mom's car uh which is this really nice like sporty car or whatever yeah. 
and this is where he gets into an accident with the teacher. I forget which teacher, but it's like it's his teacher named Mr. Wheat. Oh, Mr. Wheat, who is played by fucking Sinbad, and this is like (laughs) this is something that (laughs) that was really weird because I like when I was a kid, I wasn't like super aware of Sinbad or like where this joke was going. Now that I'm watching, I'm like, whoa, this is weird because he has this very. This is something that I don't think kids today will have because I feel like a teacher like this would be more like our age now. Yeah. And since we're not really of that, like this guy is very of like a 70s-esque kind of generation, right? So he's like very like... Well, I mean the one comment he makes. so like black power type thing going on. Yeah. That was a thing. But like, so when Dexter crashes into Mr. Wheat's car... Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't have a driver's license or insurance or anything like that. And so dude is kind of just like, I'm going to have to call the cops. And he's like, I hate to put a brother, a black brother. Another. Yeah. He says, I hate to put another of our like black brothers in the United States penal system or some kind of shit. And I'm like, man. And I'm like, this is so woke. Like some of the comments like that throughout the movie, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, but Mr. Weed himself sucks. Because for all of his, like, yeah, black power, my brother, it's like, oh, you wrecked my car. I'm going to put you in prison. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't, I don't, I know it's, and like, I acknowledge it's bad. Fuck off. I'm chucking you in. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, what the hell? And like the whole movie, he keeps coming to the Good Burger and he's like, where's my money? He's like the rent. He's almost as bad as the rent guy yeah. in Spider-Man 3. And don't try to sneak past me. I have ears like a cat and eyes like a rodent. Or two, whichever one he's fucking Because what ultimately happens is that, like, instead of Dexter going to jail or right. prison, basically, he's like, hey, I'll make a deal with you. I will, like, pay you back the money. Right. Like, for the damages. And Mr. Reed's like, okay. Um, which, it comes out to, like, $1,900, but then it gets up to $2,500. Yeah, that's the estimate. So the yeah. estimate is, like, 1900 yeah. which is where we start. Also, to preface this... Dexter is like kind of a bougie brat. Like yeah. he's going on and on to his buddy about how he's not going to work over the summer. He's going to enjoy his summer vacation. Like his whole angle is that he's not very good at school because that's kind of how we are introduced to Mr. Wheat. And then like we're, we're shown that he's like, I don't really care either. And like, he's just like kind of angled this whole thing where his mom's not home and he's just going to get the whole, like the car to himself. even though he doesn't have a license and all this other shit. And, like, his friend's like, damn, man, that must be really cool. Like, my parents are making me get a job. And so his whole angle at the beginning of this is, I, you know, need don't need to get a job. Yeah. By the way, Ed is the one who caused the accident in the first place. That's true, yeah. Because Ed's delivering a burger, which, talking about ahead of its time, a burger restaurant that delivers akin to, like, a pizza place. Well, it's a Grubhub, yeah. but, like, 25 years ago, I don't... I grew up in a very small town, but that was not a thing. Yeah. Like, you could not order a burger for delivery. It was a pizza. Oh, yeah, same. Or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw, like, they're like, Ed, we got delivery, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? You got a yeah, what? Yeah. It's like what? past Grubhub, pre-Grubhub. Yeah, it's like a proto-Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> a Grodo-Pub hub. Um, but yeah, so Ed, like is rollerblading and he gets in front of Keenan, which is the whole, or Dexter, I should say, which causes the whole accident. The first yeah. Person. But yeah, so then uh, Dexter goes to not Good Burger. No, we he are goes establishing, to the new yeah, burger joint called Mondo Burger. Yeah, Mondo Burger. We're established that Mondo Burger is the new game in town 
because at Goodberger, I think the boss who is like just this horribly stressed out large man is telling Ed across the street they're opening this new rest new burger restaurant and they're worried it's gonna take all their money. Yeah. And Ed's just like, oh weird. And this this building is like a giant castle constructed two burgers. Yeah. It is nothing more than a McDonald's, basically. But it is like four stories tall and it's got all these giant statues and shit on it and all these neon lights. But that's where Dexter goes to get a job first. And it is very uh militant. Yeah. <laughs> the way they make burgers. Yeah. And he makes like a a joke. I think I think they do hire him or they're about to and then he makes like some kind of like wisecrack joke and they don't like it and so they end up firing him. Yeah, he he makes a joke and he also sucks at making the burgers. Like he's really bad at it. Yeah, he's like struggling with it. And then uh you have Kurt who is the head of Mondo Burger who yeah. I don't think ever uses first person pronouns he always just says kurt is not gonna like this you mess with kurt and you go into the grinder like he always talks about himself oh, in the third person okay it's gotcha. really fucking weird yeah like i don't know why they did that bit um but he like chews out dexter yeah. and dexter keeps making quips and they just like straight up drag him out of the mondo burger and throw him on the street uh also mondo burger has that 90s Solo cup aesthetic too. It does because they all are wearing jumpsuits. <laughs> it's like something out of the Jetsons, to it, be honest. Yeah, exactly. It looks like, like a fucking that's Jetsons the whole aesthetic. place. It is weird as hell. But um, Dexter goes over to Goodburger, right? And yep. he's kind of it's kind of they do like a classic, like as if he's like a drunk at a bar, but it's with milkshakes. Yeah, and he's just downing all these milkshakes, and they even do a bit where Ed's like, I don't know, man. I think I got a cake like cut you off here and he's like I'll tell you when I'm done and the, whatever the fuck it yeah. is but um he talks to Ed for a little bit and then Ed gets him a job at Good Burger yeah which is like really nice of Ed and of course Dexter Dexter's let's talk about Dexter for a minute so like what do you think of how he's characterized like what kind of character is Dexter in this movie because I feel like maybe it's just that today we've dialed that what he's supposed to be up mm-hmm. so that like I'm expecting a worse person yeah but like i don't know i feel like he's not necessarily like that bad mm-hmm. but he's not great in the beginning either like he does have an arc but what do you think i think dexter is kind of um supposed to come off as like this jerk like we said he's already he seems to be really bougie to where he doesn't have to work like other people right and we definitely see a lot of that in like today's movies and shows, mm-hmm. but I think they definitely like toned it down a bit um, because he's still like you know pretty funny, right? Um, and he's not like super like like a super jerk to the right. point where he's just it's just coming off as like cruel, right? Um, like he has it. Pay, I feel like there's like it makes him a little bit more complex. Again, I know we're talking about Goodberger, but still like. There's a complexity to Dexter in this film that, like, even big budget films don't do. Like, yeah. they just go, like, oh, he's a piece of shit, and he's tricking people, and he's he's being mean. Yeah, like, having those, like, static characters. Until they eventually learn their lesson and become good, yeah. right? But, like, that is just, like, an upward... It's just an upward slope. Like, yeah. they're bad until they're not. Yeah. And then in this, Dexter does shitty things. Like, we'll come up with in a minute with the sauce. 
But at the same time, like, he does good things, like, on the roof. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's interspersed throughout his kind of growth to where it's not, like, a a moment of, like, maybe I shouldn't be so bad anymore. And from that point forward, he's not as bad. It's kind of, like, a steady back and forth, which I feel like is kind of more real in a way. Yeah. Which is weird because I think that would be, like, it would be the straight... I'm bad until I'm not until I've learned my lesson in this movie written in fucking nineteen ninety whatever for Nickelodeon based on an all that sketch. Like you wouldn't think it would be this elaborate, but yeah, they do they do um I think they do a good job with Dexter's character. I just think it makes some of it a little static in that he doesn't really the growth is a very short hop as opposed to like a big change in who he is. Because the movie kind of starts focusing on the Mondo Burger thing, yeah, way more than the actual like issue on the character level. But yeah, he gets a job at Good Burger. We are introduced to all the characters. So like we mentioned, we have this old guy who's been working there probably since the store yeah. opened. But don't they? Okay, I remember the part where they talked about how much he's going to get paid, and I thought that was actually who Mondo Burger? No, not Mondo Burger, Good Burger. When he's they're just like, "Oh, you're hired. You're going to earn X amount." And I was like, "Oh, wow. That's actually like a decent amount of money." Oh, it was some I mean, it's not decent. It was it was something to the effect of like 5 something an hour, but okay. I, I think when we were watching this, I made the joke of like this movie's 25 years ago and the national like oh, minimum yeah, wage is still right. like $7 what, yeah. and whatever since. Yeah, not to get too political gang, but just show you how far we've come. Like two decades we maybe gained $2. So, yeah. There's that. Disappointed! And so Dexter is also in charge of driving. Too. Yeah. He's not, yeah, so. He becomes like the delivery boy mm-hmm. for Good Burger. Yeah. Hey, I'm no one's messenger boy. All right. I'm a delivery boy. Which you get this fucking did it before SpongeBob. I can't believe this. I didn't even remember this shit. But they have like a car that's all like a burger mobile. Kind of like the paddy wagon in the SpongeBob movie. Which I was like, dude, Spongebob straight up ripped off Good Burger. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, I could not believe it. But yeah, they have, like, a car that's, like, all decked out with, like, burger stuff. But the thing is, like, Dexter never drives it. Like, Ed always drives. Which I thought was kind of weird because Ed... Like, that's a plot hole if you found one, I guess. If You know, if you're really diving deep into Good Burger. Yeah. Um, is that Ed, they can't place orders in the store without Ed. But Ed is the one delivering the food. Even though they have Dexter now, they just go together. Yeah. I'm like, what was the point of this? Dexter's not doing anything. (laughs) He's just there. But yeah, uh, we kind of get some parts of like what it's like to work at Good Burger. Um, Overall, it's pretty chill and everybody's pretty nice. There's not like, everybody's got like their quirks, right? You got like a vegetarian girl who works at a burger joint. You got the the line cook who doesn't talk. Yeah. The old guy we mentioned. Uh, And then you have like the love interest who uh, Dexter is just macking on left to right. Like, hey, baby, you go out with me? And she's like, no, fuck off. And just like really shuts his ass down. And then, of course, you have Ed and then the manager who's all really stressed out. Nice guy, but clearly very stressed out. Um, God, I was wrong. This movie was not 1995 or 6. It's 1997. Wow. Yeah, that was 25 years ago. See, I can't even get it straight. But Mondo Burger starts picking up steam. Uh, they have a grand opening likened to a red carpet movie premiere yeah. um and their burgers like, and their yeah, burgers are, are huge yeah they're ridiculous they Which get more I love ridiculous this part because they the manager goes over to mondo burger and it's mm-hmm. like 
I got a Mondo yeah, burger. I got a Mondo got burger. And he shows, and the guy that doesn't talk, the line cook, he's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> he, tried, he picks up with a spatula, and the whole spatula just bends over. Like, I love it. And it's like, obviously, this thing's glued to the base. It just, like, bends the spatula, and it points down. They're like, how do they get them so big? And they... I liked this because it is kind of a mystery, but they sort of brush it away. Like, well, they just use more meat. But they also still leave it as like, but how do they charge just as much as us? Because that's the real question, right? It's like, how are they able to give such big-ass burgers for the same price, if not less, than Good Burger, which gives like a normal average like burger patty, right? So that's kind of, we're sowing the seeds of like, what the hell's going on here? What is going on in there? So Good Burger is very like, it's almost completely deserted like there's just the people working and they need something to make things better so as dexter and ed are sitting down eating lunch um ed pulls out his this homemade sauce of his um to which dexter's like carry your own sauce around and he's like yeah don't you like what what do you think and he eats it and everybody tries the sauce because it's so fucking good um i would love to know how to make this sauce According to interviews with Kel Mitchell, it tastes like in and out sauce, which I have only had a couple times ever in my life. I couldn't tell you how it tastes. I don't live in California, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, so they make this sauce and it's a hit. It's a huge hit. Everybody returns to, to Good Burger for Ed sauce and Dexter gets a idea, an idea to... Uh, monetize this because he's still getting harangued by his teacher yeah who's like where's my money where's the money lebowski um give me the fucking money so he signs a contract he has ed sign a really shitty contract where i think it's something like ed gets ed gets 80 percent of the bonus ed gets 20 percent dexter gets sorry yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah because the manager is giving him like a bonus i think for the um like on top of his pay right he because gives, yeah. he created the sauce and and it's like yeah. saving the restaurant yeah because he says something to the effect of like i'll give you x amount of our sales today or i'll give you x amount of all the sauce we sell or something yeah. like that today and you know ed's like oh cool and like i think at the end of the first day it's like he would have gotten like 60 bucks but in reality i only ended up getting like 20 30 dollars yeah. or something like that and ed is just ed so he doesn't really think about He's not exactly the smartest person in the world. So, well, at least for most of this movie. Um, So he's just like, yeah, like, that's fine. That's really cool. I got like $13. And he keeps trying to hang out with uh, Dexter throughout the beginning of the movie. He's like, do you want to hang out? And he's like, no, I'm busy. I can't, whatever. Makes up an excuse to get away. But on this particular day, he does hang out with him. And you get this sweet moment where he's like, can I show you my secret spot? And Dexter is like, uh, I didn't know that's what you had in mind here, man. Like, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and it's on the roof of the Good Burger, and they just kind of are chilling on lawn chairs. And Keenan tells a story about how his dad, like, left him and his mom. And then the last thing his dad, I think, gave him was this yo-yo that lit up and made a bunch of sounds. And I realize that a lot of younger listeners, if you're out there, you might not know exactly what we're talking about. Because, like, I remember those things as a kid, and those things were fucking cool. Like, I think I had one, but mm-hmm. I could never get it to work right. But, man, that one, like, drop, it's like, like, binging and banging and all those lights and shit. But he had it, and he loved it. And eventually the lights stopped working, the sound stopped working, and it probably got thrown away somewhere. 
And of course, Kel has one of my more favorite jokes where he says something. He's like, I wish I remembered what my dad looked like, too. Good thing I'm going to see him later or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what my dad looks like. I don't remember what my dad looks like either. But at least I get to see him every day. But they have this kind of sweet moment. Dexter calls uh, Ed his friend. I think he says buddy or something yeah. like that. And Ed gets all like happy about it. And then we're on to the next day where it's Mondo Burger is trying to figure out what's in the Ed sauce. Yeah. And they can't. So they yeah. send Carmen Electra, <laughs> <laughs> which is a weird sentence to say, to go uh, woo Ed yeah. and trick him into giving her the recipe. Right. Yeah. And then uh, they they sort of. It ends up becoming a double date with Ed, Carmen Electra, whose name is Roxanne because they do that musical cue with the police song. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dexter, Ed, uh, uh, Roxanne, and I think her name is Monique. Is that correct? Yes, I think so. Um, the the love interest of Dexter's who also works at Good Burger, who digs on Dexter too, but doesn't play no game. So she's just been denying him the whole time. Mm -hmm. So they all go out, they go like mini golfing and shit. And it's a nightmare. Like Carmen Electra gets the absolute shit beaten out of her. Yeah. And at the end she's (laughs) like, I quit to Kurt. Right. Ed like drops her or something like that. Like she, she like goes to kiss him and he freaks out and he like flips her over his shoulder and onto the ground. He's like, I'm sorry. You can't surprise me like that. (laughs) Just like, what the fuck? Yeah, she gets the crabbing out of her. And of course, Mondo Burger does not get the sauce recipe. I don't think they ever get the sauce recipe. No, they don't. No, because they come back and that was kind of their like plan, big plan. I think they, they try to, but then they, it just like goes to sat, like they just sabotage. Yeah, they just decide to sabotage instead, but not before making their burgers even bigger. Yeah. And it's revealed they have this like big machine that cooks the meat and Mm -hmm. they drip a couple drops of this, this, what is it called? It is, I think it's some made up name. Uh, Uh, Triampathol. Triampathol. Yeah. And the legal food chemical thing that they put in there and it just, as the, the conveyor belt of patties goes through the machine, they come out like big and then this time they come out even bigger. Like triple the size of what a normal one is, as opposed to just doubles. So there's huge honking, comedically large patties. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's like a piece of plastic for the film. Like these aren't like real yeah. slabs of meat, but like, yeah, they come out and they're making their burgers bigger. And they're still selling them for the same price, and like so, it's uh, business starts to kind of wane a little bit. A good burger and it's balancing out. So to try to figure out how they're doing this, Dexter and Ed go to sneak into Mondo Burger Mm -hmm. and they dress as like women Um, they walk in and they like pretend to be these like two church ladies coming in after like a Sunday service or something and they get their way into the back they catch them and they're like we saw you put that chemical in the food we're gonna tell the cops because this shit's legal and like blah 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 and they go no we're gonna send you to none other than Demented Hills Insane Asylum yeah what? This movie takes a turn, and they go to a fucking insane asylum. While at the same time, Kurt and his goons go to sabotage the sauce. 
by putting like shark poison or some shit yeah, in it. Yeah, something bad in it. Yeah, they're like, everyone um, gets sick. And but like, they run into the old guy whose name escapes me. Yeah. And because he's sleeping on the floor or something. <laughs> he's like he, living like, in the there. restaurant. It's he's weird like, what, as are you, hell. what are you guys doing? And they send him to the asylum. Yeah, they also send him to the ins- asylum. And it is just the most random scene. Like the psychopath girl who falls oh, in love yeah. with Ed. And then they have to find a way to escape. Yeah, and so they start having like a dance off. Yeah, like a a well choreographed uh, Nickelodeon movie without a dance. Without some kind of yeah, (laughs) I agree because oh his name's Otis. Otis is the old man. Um, (laughs) but like Ed changes the song. And, like, this isn't the plan. Like, I don't even know if they have a plan. They just know that they need to get the keys from the guard and get out. Yeah. And Ed changes the music in the, like, sunroom. And he's like, oh, yeah. And it's some song. And there's clearly a cameo going on here, but I don't know who that man was. (laughs) And, like, they just start dancing in this completely choreographed dance. Yeah. like, everyone's With a bunch of, like... A lot of moving. A lot of 90s... (laughs) group dance for patients at an asylum yeah like they're all ready to go yeah and we saw them earlier they're like eat, literally like eating playing cards and shit like <laughs> like it's not like these these people are like oh yeah oh there's the music let's do it um but they do that and then dexter's like huh and he gets the idea to to get trick the guards into joining the dance party which they do and then he kind of beat fight dances them and beats them up with dancing and then they take the keys and run away um, and then, like, an actual, like, psychopath guy who Ed has befriended earlier by letting him out of his straitjacket to go cause mayhem shatters a window and they all escape. Yeah. Uh, except for the girl who Ed, like, confesses his love to before they leave and then they leave. We never see any of these people again. They're yeah, all gone. They're, they're, they're goodbye yeah. movie. Um, and they all have to go warn Goodberger not to use the sauce because it's poisoned. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, you know, we have a ticking clock like five minutes till they open or something. we get this amazing scene with the two old ladies. Oh, they're like, they want the good burger. Yeah. Yeah, and they order it and they're like, can we have some of the Ed sauce too? And like, they give it to him and it's like this steady, like, we're going to eat. Oh, no, I need this. I need to yeah. do that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they didn't put mustard on my sandwich. <laughs> and like, you know, the whole time they're like racing in a yeah. car. They're, they stole an ice cream truck and they're like, careening towards Good Burger in an yeah. ice cream truck. And then, like, the woman who apparently cannot wait to eat this fucking burger, she puts mustard on the burger, and at the, like, condiment area, just decides, like, this is a good time as any, and, like, goes to eat the food right fucking there, which Ed, like, swings open the door and does that classic, like... <laughs> charges and just laser out into the floor <laughs> and everyone's like ed what and then like everybody comes in they tell him oh no the 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 sauce is poisoned don't eat the sauce like they poisoned it and we don't have proof so we're gonna go get proof for mondo burger and so i think it's like dexter goes in to make a like a distraction or something yeah right and then ed is his goal is to take the get a can yeah. of the trimethyl. Yeah, which he does, but not before accidentally spilling it into their... Um, Machine. Yeah, their grinder. Yeah, which Kurt is always referencing. He's like, you mess with Kurt, Kurt's going to throw you in the grinder yeah. or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. And the whole time, Dexter's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so 
Dexter gets caught, and then Kel, he's like, it doesn't matter. Kel got the triampathol or whatever, and he's going to go take it to the police, so fuck you. And but then he ends up being on the roof, too. <laughs> yeah. Kel gets on the roof, too, and they're just like, joke's on you. We got you both. But... He, and he gives him the can, and then the Kurt takes the can. He's like, "Can's empty, idiot!" Like, first of all, the can's labeled, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, if the cops care, they could like test the inside. Exactly. Of it. It's not like it all. I don't know. Science. Yes, science. But like, yeah, he's like, "That's empty." And he's like, "Why didn't you get a full one?" And he was like, "Cause there aren't they aren't full." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "At least not anymore." Wink. And then like the the rumbling begins. <laughs> yeah. And all the patties that are like coming out of the machine just get bigger the size and of bigger. Head. And They're then they huge. turn into legit bombs. Right. They like, explode. Yeah. They just, each one detonates. Yeah. And I wish they had a line somewhere in here that like they said too much triampathol like can cause things to blow up or be unstable but just enough will make them bigger. Like, I wish they just had some line that just said that because this comes out of fucking nowhere. The burgers come out of the machine and explode. Yeah. People are putting them in microwaves and explode. Like, it's boom, they're done. And the whole building is going down as a yeah. result of this. And then poor Mr. Mr. Wheat. Mr. Wheat, who gets there as everybody is like running, you know, running out of the um, Mr. Dog Wee. and screaming. He was going on earlier about going to Mondo Burger. He's like, I'm going to get me a big booty burger. And like walks away. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> and he's doing it again as he gets in the park. He's yeah. like, get me a big booty burger. <laughs> and yeah, what, what was it? Was it the actual burger? Yeah, an actual burger. Well, the... The, the, the statue. Yeah, the statue. Yeah, one. the statue falls on his car. Newly fixed car. Yeah. Like newly repaired. And it also like he... A few like scenes before went to Good Burger and told Dexter like, oh, by the way, here's the receipt. And it's a lot more. It's like another six hundred dollars more than what we discussed. Uh, sucks to suck. You know, but fuck you. He's like, fuck Mr. Wheat, man. This yeah, guy sucks. You're, you're right. But <laughs> Dexter does get back at him. He he's does. like, here's your money. Yeah, he does pay him back. Yeah, and he's kind of like, sucks to suck for mm-hmm. you. Like, this was not my fault, so... Yeah, and he keeps begging him for help, because it's like, he walks out... Oh, that's right, And yeah. he sees it, and he's like, man, this is a tough break, man, but, uh, you know, here's the money I owe you. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll see you around. Good luck with good luck with all this. He's like, no, man, come on, help the brother out, help the brother out. Like, oh, God, come on, come on. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, and walks away. <laughs> and, you know, the cops arrest Kerr, they arrest all the people... And, you know, they, they yell something at Kurt to the effect of, like, you mess with Good Burger, we'll throw you in the grinder or whatever like that. And he's like, he asked Kel, like, why didn't you just take, like, why did you do that? Why did you put all the stuff in the burger meat? And Kel gives this incredibly elaborate explanation yeah. as to why. I love it. <laughs> he's just like. Sure. See, I knew if I took the can, there was a good chance I'd get caught. Huh. Then I thought, even if I did take the triumphal thought to the proper authorities, huh, Kurt would hire some high-powered attorneys who would dispute any charges brought against him or Mondo Burger by manipulating the legal system. And the way that America's court system is congested these days, it would have taken months to convict him of anything. So then I thought, I'll take the matters into my own hands and just pour the triampathol into the meat supply and let Mondo Burger be a victim of its own foul play. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. You thought of all that? Sure, I'm not stupid. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Ed is really self-aware of, of 
things like this, like the legal system. And he's like, I'm not stupid. And like, <laughs> they just stares at him. And then um, Dexter apologizes to Ed and he rips up the rips up the, the thing. The, yeah, the, the contract. partner con- yeah. contract. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, yeah, you know, like this is the whole thing. Like you can keep all the sauce profits and, and you know, like we'll be friends or whatever. And Ed, I this scene had me fucking laughing. And it probably shouldn't. I don't know. It was dumb. But like <laughs> he says something to like, you know, you know, you're my friend, Ed. Like it's been great working with you and stuff like that. And Ed takes us as if he's gonna quit. And he's just like, I'll always remember you, Dexter. He's like, wait, what? Why? What we're going back to work? And he's just like, Is it because I'm black? You pointed this out, and I love it, because I feel like you're right. That scene had to be ad-libbed, because the look on Dexter's face is like, it's, it, it's like, Keenan <laughs> Thompson. It's not Dexter anymore. It's Keenan Thompson, yeah. like, staring at the camera like, what do I say? Yeah, well, it's like that smile. It's just like... <laughs> and he's like, no, Ed, it's not because of that. And he just, you know, rips up the contract and all that. And they go back to Good Burger, and everyone's like, they're heroes, and hooray. And, of course, the final shot of this film is, you know, they ask Ed to say a few words to where he looks directly at the camera and he says, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? And then we start playing We're All Dudes by Less Than Jake over the credits. (laughs) Which, by the way, we didn't even mention, the soundtrack is just, if it was a genre that was popular in the 90s, it's represented here. And it is the weirdest fucking soundtrack ever. It's got, like, your R&B, it's got your rap, it's got your ska... It's it's just all over the place. And, like, if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that was popular in the 90s. Like, that version of it. But, yeah, that's Good Burger. Yeah. You know? It's it's a romp. Um, <laughs> I You know, normally we go through the five things that I have listed. But, like, for this one, I mean, we kind of hit them all. We did actually... The, the one I do want to hit, though, Amber, is that after this, the special... The one special feature on this disc was the original... Good Burger sketch. Yeah. And then we watched the latest Good Burger sketch, which yeah. was a uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel yeah. bit where they brought Kel to do Good Burger and then they actually had Keenan Thompson come back to do, yeah. uh, well, the character he usually did in, in all, all that, which was just a random person. What, what did you think, now that you've seen the movie... What did you think of those original sketches? Because I think when we, at the top of this episode, you, did, you hadn't seen those original sketches before, right? Yeah. Like you've never seen like the Good Burger bit. Yeah, I could see why, like, people really liked those sketches back then. Because usually you would go... It was It's kind of like Portlandia, right? Where you have certain sketches that you keep coming back to. Right. The characters that re- yeah. reoccur over and over, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just, like, cracks you up because it's just, like, so funny. Um, and I think that one, like, the sketch was, like, very... Obviously, the movie has a lot more detail to it. Oh, yeah. Um, because the sketch would have been, like, what? Like, maybe, like, five to ten minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, how, how are you stretching that? It wouldn't have been very yeah. long. Um, but I definitely, like, the the Jimmy Kimmel was really funny. Yeah. No, that one was, that one was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually kind of amazing <laughs> that they were able to take... A film, or I'm sorry, a sketch from all that and turn it into like a 90 minute film. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, you think of something like Space Jam, where it's like literally based on a commercial of probably the same length as that sketch, and it's just kind of like, this movie in and of itself isn't very good. And Good Burger is no high art either, but at least it's cohesive. Like, going, Michael Jordan plays with the Looney Tunes against (laughs) some monsters. Like, that's the movie. In this, though, you have, like, this character, Dexter, learns to not be a dick, uh, and they save Good Burger from these bad guys. Edmondo Burger and like classic '90s Nickelodeon absurdity ensues yeah, to make all these things so happen. It's so '90s. It's oh my yeah. god! I almost want to say painfully so, but it was just so refreshing to like watch something. I don't know. Like I feel like maybe it's because we've watched so much fucking Star Wars, <laughs> especially like late or like like late Star Wars, to where it a lot of movies, you know, the big action movies, like they all feel the same. So we've been so buried in that that it's just like watching something that is the stakes are like minimal, you know. Yeah. There, there's never a point in this movie where Good Burger is going to go under, you know. They're never fighting the clock of like, oh no, if we don't. It's only even in Blues Brothers where it's like, oh no, if we don't get this check to the tax office, like Good Burger is going to be closed forever. It's like, yeah, they're not going to be open forever if this keeps up. But like, we're not even doing that. It's like we got to stop these guys because they're shitty and they're ruining our restaurant. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to see how we've kind of gotten away from like the sitcommy yeah type of um, like shows or like movies, but now we're kind of getting back into it. Like I mean, we've recently been watching like uh, what we do in the shadows, and that's very like you know it's very much like The Office, where it's like documentary mm-hmm. style, and it's also a little bit like sitcommy, and then like shows like Portlandia and things like that, where people really enjoy that stuff, where it's just not serious like there's not like a plot that like you know you just follow throughout the entire season or like seasons mm-hmm. um, there's threads but it's yeah, not it's like, like every episode thing. yeah yeah the episodic kind of i think i'd also argue that another you know maybe in the minority of shows today kind of like what we do in the shadows is a uh, star trek strange new worlds yeah. Like, there are threads through it that are obviously, like, long-going ones, but each episode is its own isolated story. Like, yeah. we don't have to be like, oh, no, we got to figure out what, what happened in episode one, now that we're on episode nine, oh, yeah. fuck, what's going on? Whereas it's just like, oh, yeah, now we're doing this. You know, we're all pretending we're in medieval times. Okay, cool, that's fun. All right, now we're doing, like, a time travel thing. Okay, cool, that's fun. We're trapped on a planet. That's cool. It's, you know, it's there's nothing to it. There's nothing. The stakes may be high within the episode, but they're not. Like, oh, no, we have to figure out next week how to save the galaxy. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, God. Whereas, especially with this, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that was so popular back then. Like, I mean, just having shows like that on Nickelodeon, which, like, I feel like, you know, you had Nickelodeon on one side and then you had Disney. But Disney's always kind of been there. Like, they started out with their movies mm-hmm. and then they started, you know, making shows. Whereas Nickelodeon made movies later i feel like like they started out with shows oh yeah nickelodeon was absolutely a a tv first and then they so i believe this was like the second biggest that's one of our things on the five things was this is like the second um big film that they made the first i believe was harriet the spy which was like it had nothing to do with anything it was just Mm -hmm. this thing they wrote i vaguely remember it i mean that if I haven't seen this in like a decade, I haven't seen that one since yeah. it was like on TV and Nickelodeon. Like I don't remember much about it. I just remember it followed a girl named Harriet who was a spy. This movie though, Good Burger had like really shit reviews for its time. Like a lot of critics really hated it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Um, but it's also, I feel like a lot of people like remember those sketches 
and that's why they enjoy it. Like Good Burger is more right. of like a nostalgia type of thing. It's not necessarily for, oh, like the plot is amazing. Oh yeah, no, like, no one's no. One, like I said earlier, it's not high art. It's a it's about a dumb guy and a conceited guy, and they yeah, save a burger it's restaurant. Very much like, dude, where's my car? Yeah, it has like that, that vibe. Yeah. But like for a kid, like younger, maybe yeah. a slightly younger audience, like it's just like, it's silly at the end of the day. Yeah, this is just such a wild era I feel like of children's television and just who thought I'd love to know who thought like hey people like Saturday Night Live what if we just did that with kids for kids like let's just do that like that's crazy like it's just crazy to me but anyway that is all I think I have to say about Good Burger final questions what would you rate this movie out of 10 and should people today who've never seen Good Burger of course such as yourself having not seen it before should they watch it? So the score that I give for this movie would be an 8 out of 10. Wow. Because it's it's literally a B movie. Like, it's not, like, bad to where... I've watched other things that it was just horrible. Yeah, on and the show. And it was supposed even. to be funny. <laughs> but, yeah, on the show. Um, but this one, I could watch it again. Oh, yeah. And... Therefore, I think, like, other people should at least, like, give it a shot, especially if you were a Nickelodeon type of kid. Yeah. If you were a Nickelodeon kid in the 90s and early 2000s, then, like, you give this a shot and it'll scratch that nostalgia itch for you for 90 minutes. Like, it's Yeah. Because I think, like, fun, also know? to kind of point out, like, it's, it's definitely, like, a show or, like, those, like, types of shows that, like, came out were... During a specific generation, which yeah. is like our generation, um, prior to that, it's like you have things like Jumanji, you know, that's like, you know, super, that, or yeah. like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but that's like, but, but yeah, yeah things like that where it's like, you know. Like E.T. is a good example, yeah, right? E. Like E.T., the, yeah. the Back to the Future era, the 80s, yeah. really, of that 85 to 88 kind of period of Yeah, like where we didn't things. necessarily like grow up with that. We made, right. we obviously watched it like later it was on. like a vhs Late, situation we, yeah yeah like, like yeah. after it came out um but this was like almost like real time right like, this, we were this, living yeah, yeah this during. happened for like for us at a time that we were we were like the target demographic yeah. at the time personally i don't know if i'd give this movie like an eight i feel like that's kind of high <laughs> um, <laughs> but i think i'd give it like a seven seven i'll sit at a 7.5 i don't i don't think it can break the seven maybe 7.8 i'll give it a 7.8 i'll be nitpicky about it i just don't think i can break the seven the seven barrier because like it's a good movie like it's fun but i'm trying to temper my nostalgia but maybe i'm wrong because you've never watched this before and you gave it such a high score but i would say definitely watch it um i think amber's absolutely right if you were a kid remotely around this period check it out i mean it'll it'll definitely make you remember you know the past and also for those of you who didn't grow up in that period of time and who i guess because it's 2022 and are much younger it gives you kind of a perspective on like what we were watching at the time so maybe you'll just find it interesting just to see like oh this is what you know your older brothers and sisters or whatever were watching uh, you know, back in their day. But I think I'll do it for Good Burger. Amber, as we continue on our back to basics kind of train, doing the original show idea and whatnot, what is the next movie 
we have going on for next week. So we got a special treat for you guys. Um, we're going to be doing like a double feature. <laughs> so next week we're going to be watching Predator or covering Predator. And then after that, I'm sure as you've all heard, a new Predator movie has come out. And so we'll be watching that. Yep. So we're going to kind of be stacking the next two weeks mini marathon just because we just can't stop for some reason. <laughs> um, Amber and I are going to be, we've, both of us have never seen the original Predator from 1987. I've never seen it. I've seen Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2. We watched The Predator, I think, at some point. Yeah. Um, but we have never watched that original Schwarzenegger Predator film before. So we are going to finally rip that Band-Aid off, enjoy that potential classic, and then watch this latest iteration, Prey. Um, that, well, latest being, it came out, I guess, by the time this episode comes out, like a couple months. Um... And we're going to give that a shot, and we'll let you know what we think of both of those. And, uh, you know, does, especially Predator, does it hold up in 2022? But until next week when we talk about sci-fi action horror films, I am one of your hosts, Thomas. I'm Amber. And this is So What Happens Next. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.